rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Longtime alderman leaves the city council. For the first time in 36 years, the Aurora City Council does not have Robert O'Connor as a member. O'Connor, an Aurora attorney, is no longer one of the council's two aldermen at large. He was officially replaced Tuesday by Alderman Ron Warman, who was elected April 6th and sworn in this week along with Mayor Richard Irvin and five other aldermen. But while O'Connor sat quietly in the audience, a spectator to the proceedings, his presence loomed over the inauguration. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. So just to recap, Bob O'Connor been in office as long as I've been alive. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to miss Bob O'Connor. We will. Yeah. Yeah. So shouts out to you, Bob O'Connor. Um, he was a good guy. Yeah. He was a really good guy. Yeah. Generally the one who's kind of known for like actually understanding the budget. So <laughs> right. that's going to be a tricky hole to fill. Right. Because like everybody has their opinions on, on how budgets are supposed to be run. But like if you ever like try to look at the budget documents uh, on the city's website, they're, they're not exactly uh, user friendly. Um, which is unfortunate. Uh, they, it's, it's partially the system that they use to, like, the actual, like, software system they use to generate the budget reports and stuff like that. It's, it's uh, old school, shall we say. Uh, so um, <laughs> Alderman O'Connor, I'm sure, was very familiar with it, right. having been in office for, you know. He was in office when they were using the abacus. The dawn of computers, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I think that was... <laughs> Yeah, I, I since think. they were using like Apple IIe's, right? To... People were paying their bills with clams. Yeah, was that what was? Going I don't, on? I don't know that it would go back that far, mm. but it would at least be. Uh, I assume that the budget department, when they weren't working, they were playing Oregon Trail on a green screen. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Which Mary part? came from Oswego, but she died of typhoid fever. Yes. You never played Oregon Trail. I did. No, I you did usually not. died from dysentery. No, you did not. If you would have played I Oregon did. Trail, you would have known that reference. I no, I well, you can name your people whatever you want though. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. Right, 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 I right. don't think I ever named anybody Mary. Yeah. The time is eight oh four AM and you are listening to Jeanette Splaining <laughs> on Good Morning Aurora. Good to see all of you wonderful. Wait, I have one more people. tangent because they've just relaunched um. Uh, Oregon Trail, but you can play as a Native American now. They did relaunch. Yeah, oh, isn't I didn't that know cool? That. Yeah, and I was just listening to the story the other day on the NPR. Um, and you can uh, you can play as a Native American, and they spent a lot of time working with the Native tribes uh, of Oregon or the confederations uh, who are still um, exist who still exist in Oregon. And mm -hmm. so they did a bunch of work on like trying to get the culture down. And they're like, probably we don't all have to be wearing braids. And right, right, right. Yeah, like kind of bringing some more some more realism and bringing a different perspective than just like a person that you can trade with or like, you know, trappers and stuff like that. So shout out to the Oregon Trail people for getting with the times. Yeah, yeah word up. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no, we mic? lost it. We're just going to riff on the Oregon Trail for a second. 
while he finds it. Where did you die? Where did you always die? There we go. Okay. There's a, uh, a mobile app called the Organ Trail. The Organ Trail. Which is a zombie version of it. You're trying to get, I think, from like the East Coast to... Or sorry, the West Coast to like a, somewhere on the East Coast, but you're like just in a beat up old S like sedan trying to survive. That'd be some dangerous. I like that. So you're going. I like so that. You're going so like, in, instead yeah. of crossing like rivers, you're crossing hordes of zombies. Okay. Yeah, it, it's and pretty you're cool. the human. You're like the still alive human. Yeah, you're you're the humans trying to like trying go to through drive through drive through America to get to the love a good zombie movie safe, safe slash zone. game. All right, should we get to the news now? Well, let's do a... Yes, we will. We're going to get some news, but uh, uh, good morning to all of you wonderful people. Alyssa O'Cone, good morning to you. Francisco Francisco Villalobos, GAMS, the Great American Morning Show, and good morning, Jennifer Ryan Mates and Aisha Aisha Saxon. What up? All of our friends. Look at these people. All our friends. Can you clap for these wonderful... wonderful All our friends are all going to come out to our great party tonight. Yes, they are. They are. I hope that you will all be there. Um, What's the first news item, though? What we got? What, what are you looking at me for? Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, well, so. Well, so I think the big story of the day, right? Like the big story of the day is I guess you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Question mark. Correct. If you're fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask. At least according to. S- at least according, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. So at least according to CDC guidance, which so that's very important, right? So technically, the state has not lifted its mask mandate yet, though um, Governor Pritzker has said that he will. Um, so you could probably expect that, I don't know, today or in the next day or days, couple of days or something like that, because they right. uh, the state says that they follow CDC guidance, and they said that they would follow guidance on this. Um, the There are some exceptions, of course. Uh, buses and trains and public like transportation, yeah. jails, nursing homes, hospitals, uh, the uh, homeless shelters. Homeless right? shelters. So we're going to go volunteer at Hesed right. House, which is a um, thing you should do. Um, yeah, the uh, you still have to wear a mask in those kinds of situations, um, but otherwise, technically, no. Right. Yeah. Um, but that does not mean. That the pandemic is over. And that does not mean that everything is open back to quote unquote normal. Right. For all you people who think like, oh, shoot, we don't have to wear masks no more. I can just have the kids roll I can roller go- skates through mire and I, cough on the grapes. I, <laughs> no coughing on the grapes. Uh, yeah. Damn, almost. I know. We'll I can go there. like... <laughs> Uh, I can almost, we're not quite there, but I can almost go back to my uh, favorite pastime of licking doorknobs. I've really missed that <laughs> over the, the past year mm-hmm. and a half. Oh. Yes, thank you. Um, no, so uh, some some words of caution here. First of all, note that uh, uh, caution and um, the finest bits of bureaucracy that everybody is going to just completely ignore. Uh, one is it's if you're vaccinated. Right. So if you are not vaccinated, technically, you're still supposed to be wearing a mask. Right. Now, how and here's where the bureaucracy comes in. State laws uh, or this the state guidance is. Thanks, mom. Oh, did your mom text you? Yeah. Well, hi, mom. That's just what I needed to read right now. Yeah. Yeah. Play Monarch. Monarch? Play it, Monarch. Just do it. I mean, it's for you, too. It's for me, too. It's for all of you. Okay. If you're listening to this show, this is for you. 
Are you going to tell us what your mom said? No. We're just going to honor it. Wherever you are right now, if you live in Aurora, in McCain County, remember you are the greatest ever. We love you. We love you. All right, back to the news. Back to the news. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> and here's the part where we talk about uh, caring about you deeply, which is, um, so the state uh, has left it up to individual businesses to uh, to be somehow in charge of people uh, of dis- of like discerning who has a vaccine and who doesn't, and thus who's allowed to wear uh, to not wear a mask and who still has to wear a mask. Right. Obviously, there's not a business in in the country that's going to like stop people at the door and be like, "Show me your vaccine card." Right. That's just not going to happen. Like they, there's some talk of like, I guess, uh, to go to a baseball game in the city, they're gonna like the Cubs are setting aside like a vaccinated section where you can like get the better seats or something like that. But like again, how are you gonna prove that? Are they like right. are right? Like, you're just going to show up with your vaccine card. Also, can we talk about, like, how easily forged those cards are? What the heck, guys? Like, we have to go through all this effort to get your, like, real ID now where you've got to bring, like, 12 forms of, like, other identification. But the vaccine card was like, I could run to Office Max. (laughs) But you know what, though? Again, this is one of those things where, like, people talk about, is my phone spying on me? But then they're making a playlist and they want Alexa to download this. Like, it's our... People were taking their vaccine card. It was selfie galore without caring that your thumb was hiding your information. People were taking selfies. They were Snapchatting the card. It was on everybody's Instagram story. I mean, I I collected more information from people's... You're ready to retire in Tahiti on all of that credit. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. There's nothing we've We've done that. sensitive. Well, your birthday... Is on there and your full name. So, uh, which could you know what somebody could do with your birthday and full name? Yeah, it's actually like it's not ideal, especially because you can cross reference it against other things that you could find. Yeah, you can just look that up. It's public. It's public. Birthdays are not. Yeah, yeah. Birthdays are things you should uh, theoretically protect. Yeah, yeah, BTP. I mean, Man, it's well, you might want to watch out. Somebody might have a Lamborghini in your name cer- or something like that. Yeah. 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 So Good it, luck. Like, look, right? Yeah. With my credit. <laughs> like I'm more likely going to get my bills, which hopefully they'll pay. Right. Yeah. So, look. We approved you for this Saturn. It's certainly not your yeah. social security card or your social security number, sure, right? Like, that's sure. a much bigger concern. But, uh, yeah, I know you're supposed to. You were supposed to maybe keep the the birth date to yourself at least mm-hmm. anywho so um only place i posted it was on facebook which is only set to friends and it's all yeah so and I'm, we all I'm know that your word. credit's right. trash so it's okay yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we pay bills on about, this show don't have to be worried about like my identity getting stolen because no one wants yeah it. look <laughs> like everyone's worried, like jeanette you don't like your car doors what are they gonna take my 2010 kia soul go ahead guys well, it's take haunted some, i'll take some dishes yeah right so um <laughs> So going back to like the actual implications here, right? The um, your 
there's no business that's going to take it upon themselves to try and figure out like who's vaccinated and who's not. So we've got all these laws in place that are these guidelines in place for businesses that are like, look, you can seat this many people together in a restaurant so long as they're all vaccinated or like the vaccinated people don't count towards your capacity limits and stuff like that. But again, no one's going to ask. So effectively, we're all going back to normal. Like that's that like that's kind of the reality of mm-hmm. it, right? There's no business that's going to be like, yeah, just prove to me that you have a vaccine. Right. Um maybe with their employees, right? Like you'll see a lot of you'll see that. Like you'll oh, yeah. see limits on employees and you're seeing more and more businesses say, yeah, we're probably going to require our employees to get this vaccine. Um but when it comes to just going to a restaurant, that's that all any kind of precaution is out the window. So that's fine if you're vaccinated. If you're not, however, uh, you're still at risk. And I say that because I think we've become so divided as a country and a culture at this point that it, it, the impulse is going to be really like, well, you know, they didn't get a vaccine and I did, so screw them. Like, if they want to die, that's on them, right? right. But I just want to urge our listeners to have more care and more concern for their fellow human, even if they're on the different side of a political spectrum, on the different side of a, uh, you know, um, I want to say on on the opposite side of science, right? Because that's, that's not correct. I think there are a lot of people who are very smart people who are still like just very worried about or and hesitant to get these Mm -hmm. vaccines. And I, I don't, these are people I love dearly and I don't want to see them you know, get sick and Mm -hmm. die because everybody's just crammed back into a restaurant. So I'm real torn about this. I would love to ditch my mask. I probably will never go to another big restaurant and sit down again. Even if the CDC came out and said, remember how life was in 2018? Bam. Go back to all that. I probably will never. Like if I go into a place, hey, Kurt, come out to this party. My sister's getting married. We have this little thing. And if it's more than 20 people, I'm probably not going to go. You're never going to a banger again? I don't want to. I mean, it would. Well, we'll play it by ear. I mean, if there was like a cool concert, maybe. But I, I'm pretty confident I don't want to be around large groups of humans again. Man, no, I'm like dying to get back to Besides like tonight. Large Hit the group. clap. Can you get the clap for tonight? <laughs> That's the exception, right? Tonight is the exception. Come right. on out tonight. Anna Sierra, what's up? Nicole Asher, good morning, dear friends. Y'all check out Moxie Vox, Aisha Saxon. What is the dealio? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no? I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, I'm here for it. Chris is going to be there, but he's, he's going to be at the party tonight, but be like in a bubble. He's going <laughs> like to, yeah, a hamster ball he's thing. Just right. We're just going to stick him in a bubble and <laughs> ventilation <laughs> system. Coming oh, yo, who's out that it? dude in bubble there, wrap? There's like a little, <laughs> there's like that's a that's whole straw system for getting the beer into, <laughs> into the bubble. Oh, right. It's going to look like, oh, what, what was the band that did the con, the bubble concert? Oh, no. Oh, no. A band that did a bubble. There was concert? a band that did a bubble concert, and I oh, can't remember yeah. which one it was, but it was like earlier in the pandemic, where like everybody who went to the show had to be in these giant bubble suits. Like everyone, like in the audience. Mm, that's a good question. No, I'm yeah, all sure. right. I'm we're gonna sure. have to we're gonna have to look up the bubble the bubble concert. But anyway, okay. So, what is the actionable guidance for our listeners? Um, you Here's know, the guidance: be get your vaccine, get your vaccine, and just be cool. Right. Right. Don't get into people's faces about things. Don't be like, you know, rubbing up against people that you haven't seen in a long time if you don't know their vaccine status. Right. Like a little space for a while is probably still a good thing. 
Um, for all of you tobacco lovers, bad news for you. Mm. The city has hit the pause on new vape retailers. The moratorium covers any new licenses for stores selling alternative tobacco products. Womp womp for you. The moratorium, which begins, yeah. Thank you, yeah. The, mor- the moratorium, which begins this Saturday and is scheduled to end November fifteenth, would cover any new licenses for stores selling alternative product or excuse me, tobacco products, including vaping materials. It would not affect any current license holders and would not affect traditional tobacco products. In that regard, city officials have pointed out it is not a ban on sales of any items. Okay, so you can still open a cigarette store in town you just can't open a vape store right karina lafontaine good morning to you so apparently the city just decided that we all have to like look cooler than that is that (laughs) right right because like (laughs) let's be real uh i don't condone smoking i hate smoking smoking is what killed my father yeah womp womp but um, <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with that. Does he hit the womp womp button? Well, I mean, no, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't want to do it, but yeah, no one we else. Got, we got right. dark this morning. No, no, no one else. Everyone else was like, why did he hit the womp womp? Yeah, no, we, we got dark this morning. But, uh, <laughs> well, but well, I think we all agree that while vaping maybe uh, might be slightly better for you than inhaling cigarette yeah. smoke, it's A, debatable, and B, definitely, like, you look kind of nerdy. Right, but, so. we're, but, but we're not telling you guys what to do on this show. We want you to know that you are free. If, if you want to chew tobacco, you, if you, you. you want to do the electronic thing where you, your lungs get shocked just to get the, the fix, that's cool. But uh, we care about your health. That's what that's why we're bringing it up, because we care about you. We we do care about you. Uh, but we also care about the looks, uh, like how our neighborhoods uh, look. Right. And, you know, we talked about this a little bit last time on the show, too, where uh, what what the city is attempting to do here is kind of like slow the, um, uh, you know, this this development of the strip mall that is like vape shop vape shop like slot machine like little granny slot machine uh massage parlor and uh what am i missing what's what's what else goes another shady dollar the family dollar no hold on bro you're gonna defend the family you can't you can't can't put the nah that's it's that's not in the same category of urban blight ghettoness that we're talking about oh the check cashing place right right that's what we're talking about right so title loans the title loans baba's famous (laughs) what don't hate on but I heard I heard that it's really good. I don't eat steak. The time is now eight nineteen okay. AM and you are listening to Good Morning Roar, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. This is Jeanette Splaining. I saw something that upset me. What was it? Was it Bunny Apocalypse? Because if not, we're coming back to that. Actually, let's do that now. Do you want to do Bunny Apocalypse right now? Well, let's let's ask the listeners. Do you guys want to hear about some a uh, do you want to hear about a cultural reboot? Legends of the Hemp, Hidden Temple coming back, or do you want bunnies? What guys, do you guys want? Put we're it in bringing the you the really important news today. You guys, let us know what you want. Do you want bunnies, or do you want look, Nickelodeon? Look, sometimes you have to talk about racial disparities in housing and like urban planning uh, policy, and sometimes you got to talk about bunnies and Legends of the Hidden Temple. Renee Cruz, good morning to you as well. All right. Good morning, Judge. Bunnies. Francisco we're says. Going bunnies? Yeah, we're doing bunnies. There it is. Okay. So a bunny apocalypse has broken out in DuPage County with 120 rabbits surrendered to the county's animal services since January and 63 accepted in just the last two weeks. 39 came in on Saturday, some of which were already pregnant. Guys, 
guys, you got to get your bunnies fixed. Okay. Victoria's like bunnies, bunnies. It must be bunnies. Bunnies. <laughs> bunnies are great. Yeah. But like, we can't have this many bunnies. That's a lot of bunnies. Because right. what happens, right? So there was, uh, you know, there was this big like pet boom at the beginning of the pandemic because everyone's like, well, if I'm going to be stuck at home for the next like, you know, yeah. two weeks, I'm going to get an anaconda or or six months or whatever it's going to be. Right? Everyone was like, well, like this is the time to like get a pet because I can housebreak it and spend time with it and train it, right. and, like, all of these things, right? Which was not a bad. Um, it, not a bad thought, right? And we a right. lot of shelters of were cleared. The That's great. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Uh, but the problem is that, like, there's um, you're looking at a lot of uh, pets that people aren't accustomed to having or don't know how to take care of, and um, uh, veterinary clinics are uh, totally like over overbooked and and the vets are themselves are getting kind of like burned out apparently right um and there's a huge uh delay right now in how long it takes to get an animal fixed which i found out firsthand when yeah. we had random cats just start showing up at our house so um uh p.s cats if you are listening do not come to our house we're done where you you need to go somewhere else I can recommend other houses perhaps in the area where they will feed you and take you in and get you fixed and let you go back on your way. Yuki's uh, not happy. Yes. Our the our actual cat who who lives at our home is very displeased. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's so yeah, there's this backlog. It takes, you know, usually uh, there are we have lots of wonderful organizations in the Fox Valley who will uh, fix your your pet for Yeah, see him. Yeah, who will fix your animal for uh, for very low cost, right? But those have been, I, you know, when I was calling around in April, they were backed up till like June or July. So, um, it, it so bunny apocalypse. So if you are looking to adopt a rabbit, um, DuPage County has you covered. Buyers market. It's a yeah. So it's bunny buyers um, market. Uh, so the yes, there you go. Uh, bunnies. Definitely get your bunnies. Buy bunny stocks. Get your get your bunnies spayed and neutered. Spay and neuter your doggone bunnies and make sure that you do that very quickly. I don't want to be swimming in bunnies. Yeah, so a big one of the other issues too at hand here is that like, you know, bunnies are like 40 bucks at the pet store, right? Like so for some people it's just like a kind of an impulse buy. And uh, but then they go and take it to the vet and they're like, you want how much to get it to get it spayed? Right. Mm -hmm. And so then they just don't. And then you just end up with extra bunnies. Now, for you people who wanted that reboot. OK, so that was the bunnies. OK, bunnies were, were said first. Now, for you guys who want to know that reboot, we got something cool for you. Check this out. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Legends of the Hidden Temple, which we have referenced on this show before because we yeah. like to show our age. Yep. Um, so it's coming back. Did you know, did you grow up watching Legends of the Hidden Temple reruns on Nickelodeon, wishing you could go back in time to its original 1993-95 run and compete? Are you an old bag of dust who watched it the <laughs> first? I'm not reading this no more. Why are they talking to me like that? Are you sure this isn't like a, this, this wasn't on the onion or something like it's that? It's not on the nah. onion. Are you an old bag of dust who watched it the first go around? Because I did. Damn. Well, it's not too late for you. Uh CW announced in a press release it is rebooting the beloved children's competition series with a newly supersized adult version. Millennial adults 
will be able to compete on the purple parrots or the orange iguanas, scale the steps of knowledge, perform the temple run, and even encounter Olmec, the giant talking Mayan head. Instead of filming in a glorified McDonald's play place, the new Legends of the Hidden Temple will take place in a jungle with harder challenges and bigger prizes. Wait, like an actual jungle? Well, jungles in quotations. I doubt it's going to be like... Uh, like survivor no yeah. yeah here's here's like look if we're gonna reboot <laughs> we've taken thing, jen from batavia and put her in somalia yeah no look <laughs> here's my argument if we're gonna do I'd this like what if we just make it kind of like a survivor legends of the hidden temple sort of mashup where we just i mean you're grown-ass adults like go like we're gonna just drop you down in the middle of uh like southern mexico and you're just gonna have to figure it out right yeah yeah that'd be awesome why not right mm-hmm. isn't that we call it we'd call it navy but then yeah. you somehow <laughs> right yeah. but then you still somehow have to put together that monkey jen says let's form a team jen i'm down for that i'm winning because i'm not i'm not going i'm not i'm not going home i'm not getting slimed remember they were oh that was uh that you, wasn't Legend you don't, Temple. You don't that get was, slimed uh, on legends of the Hunt. you just get like bear hugged by one of those like half-dressed men in the temple right like if you you know what? when you, they were doing the temple run, you like you could get caught by like the the guys who are. Oh, like, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can we also talk about the cultural appropriation issues here? Because I and like that? Legends of the Hidden Temple. The Legends of the, I mean, it is a little. I don't. You know, it's it's right. You're borrowing from it, an indi- like lots of different imagery from uh you know the ancient cultures of Mesoamerica that still exist today. Well, yeah. Like if we if that was all Native American imagery, like like North American Native American imagery, would that like indigenous imagery would that be okay? Well, there was a lot of things wrong with it. So there? first of all, there was you know it was legends. It was legends of the hidden, hidden temple, and they used like a lot of Mayan imagery. Right. But I don't know if the Mayans had. Yeah, did they, they? They never had a. Did they hidden, have any Mayans like on? Well, they probably it was they sacrifices temples. and temples that we know about. There was no hidden. There was nothing hidden. I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't know enough about Mayans. But my question is, like, they probably didn't have like Mayan cultural consultants on on hand, right? Yeah, I bet they did not. No. Um, I don't want to be dropped in Southern Mexico to fend for myself, though. Jen Mendoza. No. Um, well, we'll have to do this in like Alaska or something. I don't know, but we'll we can find a location. I got something for Ben. Geller, though. What? Yeah. The Rifleman. Starring Chuck Connors. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what I'm listening to. Ben Geller, that's just for you, big dog. That's for you, baby. Hit the claps for Ben Geller, though. Let him. Yeah. Yeah. Flashback Friday, throwbacks, all that trivia. You know what we do. This is Jeanette explaining on Good Morning Aurora. Aurora. The Aurora police are rewarding good deeds. The police are giving out tickets for people who do good stuff. Did you know about that? Did you know that if you do anything nice and a police officer sees it, he may give you tickets to the Dino Safari <gasps> taking place at... Uh, Northgate Plaza. It's all set up over there. Now, Dino Safari is really cool. It's at Northgate? I thought it was... Is that where it's at? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was at the Fox Valley Mall. No. No? I'm not paying attention. 
Is there a different dinosaur thing at the I mall? I know, safari. I feel like... Are there are two dinosaur things going on? Uh, are there even humans we anymore? Would be, are we, we dinosaurs? Fo Fox yeah. <laughs> Fox Valley, Am Fox I a velociraptor? Fox Valley Mall, drive through dinosaurs. It's Fox Valley Mall. If you want... If you want dinos. Fox Valley Mall, Dino Safari, guys. Dino Fox Safari. Valley Mall. Yes. yes. That's it. If you want to pay like $40 to drive through and see some dinos. Or. They're not real the dinosaurs. The police will give you free tickets. Or, yeah, mm -hmm. which is a better. You can also get free tickets to Six Flags for getting your vaccine. Jennifer now. Ryan Maiton, you're right. She says it's, it's the mall. Thank you, it's Jennifer Ryan Maiton. Yeah. Thank you, Victoria Hyla Don't want to give the wrong info, man, right. for the people who want to go see the dinos. Now, kids, now this isn't an invitation to call 911 to get the cops it's, to your oh, house yeah. and, then perform, oh, a good, and no. then perform a good deed in front of them. Oh, my goodness. Right. What a terrible yeah. plot you've just concocted. Right. Don't do that. that. That would be highly illegal. I'm going to call the police and tell them that you've got sugar in a bag because I want to go see the dinos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You call officer. Nobody got that. You busted oh, my. No. <laughs> <laughs> New York Street side. Thank you, Jennifer. Kids doing drug busts. All right. Oh my goodness. So next in the news. Oh, can we talk about exhibits that uh, maybe grownups would want to see? I was just going to that. Yeah. yeah? Let's, let's let's do. All right. Let's do. So here's the thing. I'm actually personally very excited for, uh, which is Frida Kahlo, Timeless. Um, and it's happening at college, the Cleve Carney Museum of Art at the College of DuPage. So you'll have to haul cookies out to El Glen Ellen. Um, but this is actually uh, the exhibit that the that, uh, College of DuPage was going to bring um, last year when it was called Fruticala 2020 and then 2020 happened. Womp womp. Um, so, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's, they're bringing something like 26 uh, different pieces from a museum down in mexico um up in a here. honky tonk down in mexico in mexico i i think they were just at a museum down there but you know that song right no He's giving me the look again. So uh, tickets start at like 26 bucks. It looked 26.50, it sounds like, um, to go see this exhibit, which you should absolutely Ooh, do. That's a good yeah, deal. It's a good deal. That's a great deal. Yeah, to go see. So the really cool thing about this exhibit is that it's like the biggest exhibit that COD has ever had. They had to do all this like building out of the museum, right? Because you're talking about, you know, artworks worth millions of dollars. So they had to like increase security and, and all, the, all of the consideration you have to have for the like integrity of the artwork right, right. so um so definitely uh go check that out if you are a frida kahlo fan tickets on sale now they that starts in june um so you're gonna Can we get the claps for that yeah that. and the tickets definitely were selling out when they had first started selling them for the 2020 exhibit so i don't know where they're at on selling those out now oh my goodness gracious we Is got brand news? yeah we got breaking news what do we got the aurora area cvb Shout Convention outs. and Visitors Bureau and the Chicago Area Track and Field Organization Committee are pleased to announce the first regional event to be held at the Northwestern Medicine Cross Country Course. The National Intercollegiate Running Club Association, <laughs> NERCA, has chosen the Northwestern Medicine Cross Country Course as its host venue for the 2022 <laughs> Great Plains Regional. The event, tentatively scheduled for November 6, 2022 will be a series of men's and women's long-distance running competitions ad, excuse me, attended by as many as 400 collegiate participants from 19 colleges and universities in Illinois, Missouri, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota. Partnership key to winning the bid. Shouts out to Court 
Carlson and James Cardis. That's out, guys. Yeah. Um, I coughed a little, uh, not at the name Nurka, though I did cough at that too also um but uh at my coffee mostly uh no but this is really great news so uh for those of you who are unfamiliar with what the convention and visitors bureau does um they uh they do an awful lot of work for bringing people in to visit the aurora area and enjoy all of the businesses fill up our hotels uh you know go dining at our restaurants and all of that and one of their major vehicles for doing that is bringing people to these massive sporting events right because Mm -hmm. if you are a parent who has ever played travel soccer um, or had your kids playing travel soccer, right? You right. know how much you spend on things like hotels and restaurants and, and all of that. So a uh, huge economic driver for the region. And this is actually really cool because it's a thing that we uh, get to go see. Uh, it's at the Northwestern Medicine Track and Field. Yeah, that's right. Complex. Yep. Do we, what? I don't know where that is. Around here. Northwestern? Presumably. Well, that would be oh. in, not here. Right. That would, that's Evanston. That's Evanston. But yeah. Northwestern Medicine is like like Delnar. Yeah. Oh, right? that's right. That's correct. That is correct. So, but I don't think there's a track and field thing there. So we're going to look that up uh, at some point because it, that will be really neat to go to. I know they've also recently brought, uh, I think, a WPGA tour here and, and some other things. So it's super exciting to see uh, all of these uh, cool things coming to the area. Um, I, they've brought... Um, it's not called ping pong, um, technically table tennis. A table tennis tournament comes here most years, uh, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. If you want to go see world class table tennis, uh, Victoria w- says, "Isn't that Cougars Field in Geneva?" Oh, that could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, I want to say, uh, give a shout out to Philip, our newest Patreon patron. Yay! Thank you, Philip. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, Philip. Good luck, baby. Um, also real quick, you guys, I want to tell you something that's been on my mind for a while. Go. I went to sleep with it. I woke up with it. It's here. I thought, you know what? Maybe I should just tell these people about this good stuff going on. All right. Listen, very important. There's one more day left of Art and Market Aurora, and that's going to be the 22nd of this month. Um, it's the last one. Get out there, support local, uh, check out what's going on. There's a lot of good stuff that's been happening at these uh, markets. Ooh, and including it's also your place at Society Fifty Seven. Yeah, your Dick's Mini Donuts fix yep. is there. So if you've been jonesing, that's where you have to go. Yeah, one hundred yeah. South River Street. Shouts out for that, guys. And if you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, odds are your customers, excuse me, your new customers are too. Promoting your business on Good Morning Aurora is cheaper than print advertising, easier than our hyper local. Whoa. I skipped a whole like bunch of words right there. <laughs> easier than Facebook and our hyper local engaged listeners love to support the Aurora area businesses they hear about on this show. Get started at goodmorningaurora.com slash advertise and send an email to goodmorningauroraIL at gmail.com. And as you guys know, you can just email goodmorningauroraIL at gmail.com and say hi, let us know something, send us a send us some send us news, some, mail, some news, anything, and we will uh, we will shout it out highlight you and give you a good word on the news the time is now 8 36 a.m and you are listening to Jeanette Splaining on good morning aurora thanks um is the uh it's still 
up on their website, so hopefully it's still actually going. But uh, I don't know what's happening in the studio right now. There's some gyrating. There's some dancing. I think it's dancing. This is. Jeanette I have does no. not understand so many things. A lot of things. The things that I, I do understand, I, I attempt to explain on this show. It's a limited scope. But what you need to understand when you listen to this show on Fridays is that Jeanette's planning aims to be what you need <laughs> on a Friday. What I want you to do is listen to this episode tomorrow morning and Sunday morning. And then what I want you to do is to prepare yourself for the next Friday. Keep in mind that Jeanette's planning happens on Fridays. The time is now 8.38 a.m. Learn Spanish with Good Morning Aurora by tuning into the show on Wednesdays for Buenos Dias, Aurora. That's miércoles. That's miércoles. I am probably the best Spanish speaker next to Santana, so I can help you out with anything that you... <laughs> I didn't even know we had a laugh button, yo. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't expect to be laughed at. <laughs> All right. What's next on the news, my sister? Um, Just real quick. The uh, city's uh, grant... It looks like the city's grant program for community events is still open. Word so, up. um. That it's uh, it, it basically it's apply until we run out of money, uh, and it's a program that uh, they give away up to fifteen hundred dollars for groups that are throwing community events between June first and July thirty first of this year. So um, uh, previous events uh, that they have funded are things like the LaSalle Street Car Show, Juneteenth, Dia de los Muertos, and uh, Roots Aurora, um, our city's multicultural festival, which is super cool. Um, So if you want more information on that, if you're planning on throwing an event this year, first of all, props to you because it's tricky these days. Um, it's tricky. It, it, yes. Tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> Who makes that song? I don't know, but I do know the song. What do you know? I don't. Not music. I don't generally know. God. Oh, my goodness. All anyway. All I can do is give you good news and make sauerkraut. I can make sauerkraut. She can make sauerkraut. I'm very good at making sauerkraut. Yep. I'm yep. not very good at it. I can do it and I wear a funny costume when I do it, <laughs> which makes it way better. So, um, but anyway, if you would like some money to throw an event, and if it's a cultural event that involves sauerkraut, I would be happy to make an appearance. Shouts out. Shouts out. <laughs> I'm going to visit the City of Aurora's website, aurora-il.org. Uh, it's in the news section there. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Cool. Do we want to shout out our um, friends to the south down in Oswego and their Oswego Honors Veterans events that are coming up towards you know, the I end of the month? You know, I don't have the... Uh, you got the break there? Oh, you got the my goodness. I don't even know if I need the calendar of events because it's just kind of all in my brain at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so beginning on the 21st, so mark your calendars. Um, Oswego is doing an entire week of events, a week and a half, basically. So from the 21st to the 31st, 
um, leading up to Memorial Day, and they're going to have the Middle East Conflicts Wall of Honor um, at staged at Oswego Village Hall. Uh, so you'll be able to go and visit that 24 hours a day. Shouts out to our veterans. Yeah, so it's actually a really fascinating story. This wall is... Um, uh, it was originally a project by a high school senior in Milwaukee. Um, it was kind of like her senior project, mm-hmm. and it was a project she called Faces of the Fallen, and um, <clears throat> it, she started it in 2003. So if we're backing up, right, this is me backing up that you can't see uh, in slow motion, right, on the uh, because, you know, we're a podcast, and so you can't see what I'm doing. Um <laughs> Not yet. Uh, 2003 was also the year that I was a senior uh, in high school, and uh, we led some war, a war protest sort of at, at West Aurora High School that year. Um, because when we were in that age, the you know um, the Iraq War had just started, Afghanistan was already going, mm-hmm. and uh, we were seeing our, our friends like having to go off and fight these things, right? Um, so this gal um, made this uh, exhibit called Faces of the Fallen, and it was all the people that had died, like so people who were her age, right? Right. Um, with their their names and faces like on on this big wall. And uh, eventually she graduated, her sister took it over and, and kept updating it. And then um, it got uh, turned into this like much bigger exhibit that they used for some veterans festivals and things like that. Um, right now it's permanent home is in Oregon, but it can travel and they are bringing it to Oswego um, in the, uh, from the 21st to the 31st of this month. So um in addition to actually being able to go and view the wall there's all kinds of um there's opening and closing ceremonies there's also uh, a whole bunch of other events so um that are geared for veterans but are open to everybody uh including a car show mm. a um a rock and roll concert and street dance that is actually a little bit more country if we're because i don't know much about music but i know the difference between rock and roll and country but that's okay (laughs) um but that's going to be happening on main street in oswego so um and and just a couple of other like uh an orchestral pops concert some patriotic music coming so you can learn more about that at oswegohonorsveterans.com thank you Got that all out pretty quickly. What's the time? The time is now 8.43 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily podcast. What else you got for us, Curtis? Um, so <laughs> I saw... This is this is something now here that mm-hmm. you guys... Shout out to the Beacon News. Shout out to the Shout Beacon News. Shout out to the Beacon News. That's the rustling you're hearing. If you don't have a subscription to the Beacon News, digital or uh, print, look, they always have these promos for the digital version, so you should go do that. That's right. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Very quick. Super quick. How quick, you ask? This quick. Um, what to watch Saturday? Popeye and Pink Panther's Party is going to be on MeTV at 6 a.m. Henry Mancini's <laughs> jazzy theme plays the Pink Panther. On to MeTV Saturday morning classic tune lineup where the cool cats join Popeye. Okay. NTT Indie Car Series, GMR Grand Prix. And horse racing, 146th Preakness Stakes. The Kentucky Derby winner will try to keep its triple crown hopes alive at Pimlico Racecourse in Baltimore for the running of the 146th Preakness Stakes. And Manchurian Candidate is going to be on 
Turner Classic Movies at 4, 4, <laughs> 5 p.m. Okay, look, so uh, Shout local journalism. Shout out to the outside our window right now. Damn, it's big as hell. <laughs> Yeah. Look, so uh, local news, uh, local journalism is under some some uh, financial strain, right? They got to fill the newspaper with something. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, also, can we do uh, just a quick uh, moment for... This is your show, girl. We can do whatever the hell Oh, right. Okay. We're going to do a quick moment for architect uh, Helmut, Helmut Jan. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Moment of silence. Uh, sure, we could do that. So for those who are unfamiliar, uh, he was a, a well-known architect in the region. And um, if you're like, well, what did he build? Um, so, you know, when you're driving on Route 88 or on I-88 and you're headed into the city and on the right hand side, uh, somewhere between like here and Lyle-ish, there's that building that kind of looks like the N64 logo, right? Where it's like a square building with the slant, slanty sides. Uh, he is... Uh, uh, Helmut Jan designed that he was killed um, earlier this week uh, in a bicycle versus vehicle crash. So um, the action happened in a place called Campton Hills, which I guess is adjacent to St. Charles. It's yeah, it's like up. Yeah. If you go up to St. Charles and then uh, hang a left and go out west, it, it's out there. So um, uh, just uh, really sad to have lost that uh, um, German architect is done a lot more than just the one building obviously um and so go check him out um but uh helmet john rest in peace yeah uh and just another call for like building communities with safer um routes for bicyclists right. too right because that is not a thing that we have right now we've got a couple of like routes around town but not uh anything that's really well protected from traffic. Uh, the re-election of Democrat Lauren Underwood to the U.S. House stands. The U.S. House on Wednesday rejected Republican Jim Oberweiss's challenge to Democratic Rep. Lauren Underwood's election last fall to a second term. Mr. Oberweiss, former state senator from Sugar Grove, who has unsuccessfully run for a variety of offices, filed a notice of intent in January to challenge his November 3rd loss to Underwood. The final tally had Underwood winning by 5,374 votes out of 401,052 ballots cast in the West and North Suburban and Exurban 14th Congressional District. Yes. So um, you're, if you are in that district, your congressperson is officially Lauren Underwood, which right. I feel like we knew um, for a pretty long time. But uh, well, we there, yes, yeah. So, uh, and the challenge was not... Um, the challenge was related to something like... Well, we don't know that everyone who got to who cast a ballot was allowed to cast a ballot or something like that. And then uh, the challenge was not filed by a certain deadline. So um, even the uh, the folks in uh, Oberweiss's party, because it has to go before this like committee, right? If you want to challenge these mm -hmm. things, even they were just like, "Look, uh, you didn't even it didn't even come in by the deadline to challenge this, so right. we really can't do anything about it, um, right. even if." Like five thousand is a is a it's a relatively decent margin mm -hmm. for a race of that size. So Josie Mendoza, good morning to you. Jen Ingram, good morning. Josue, good morning. Y'all know we got a DJ tonight, right? The DJ oh, yeah. starts at nine o'clock. At nine, I'm gonna miss it. Mm -hmm. That's really sad. 
Hey, Mr. DJ. All right, all right. Everybody, oh, Nicole Astra asked, um, the, the so like there's the people outside that are doing like the, the garden work. Are they from the park district or are they city of oh, Aurora? So if you're talking about downtown Aurora, you're talking about city employees. So that's part of the uh, downtown Aurora uh, SSA, uh, the special service area or SSA one. Um, and uh, basically all of uh, the way that it typically works is all of the extra um uh, nice things that they've got in the downtown area uh, are provide like uh, plowing the sidewalks and planting all of these beautiful um, rain gardens are provided because the businesses any basically anyone who owns property in uh, the downtown area pays a, a slightly higher tax rate in order to uh, fund all of those things. So beautification tax, beautification tax, right? So uh, <laughs> shout out to our city's horticulturalist um, who does an amazing job every year designing all of these things. Um, it's uh, they they look gorgeous and yeah. they use a lot of native plantings. Um, the other thing about these rain gardens. Uh, is that they uh, they filter out a lot of the impurities and stuff like from runoff uh, by like uh, and cr like help control flooding uh, in our downtown, which of course is tricky because it's like all through a river and um, a river it, runs through it. A river runs through and around it, right? Because it's all an island in the middle of the river. We have seen that movie though, right? No, and. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that anytime you ask me whether I've seen a movie, uh, my answer is always no. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> Y'all, I need to get out more. Have you seen, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Uh, I ha no. No. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Nobody's I'm seen Hot Tub oh. Time Machine. Oh, I'm having a oh. Nobody's seen Hot Tub Time Machine. Look, look eligible, John. Is that even a movie? Yeah. Was John Cusack in it? Uh... Oh, I thought it's made up. No, it's a real thing. Look eligible gentlemen in the Aurora region. Uh, movie uh, theaters are going to be opening soon. And if you would like to introduce this gal to some culture and take her out for a night, uh, you know, hit, hit, me, hit me up. Good morning, Aurora. <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, so. <laughs> Holla. Uh, just um, like that. It's a dating show. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, look, look, marketing, right? <laughs> you got to market yourself. Um, so, uh, but the, the rain gardens, they also have um, a, a traffic calming effect too. So rather than putting like speed bumps and stuff like that in our downtown, if you want people to slow down in the downtown, what you can do is build like these rain gardens kind of bump out and they make the traffic lanes more narrow. And then that way people like just kind of naturally slow down so they don't hit things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're tricky in the winter because there's no plants and then you kind of end up hitting them. But, right. but you know, it happens three seasons out of the year. Yeah. <laughs> see them and you don't hit them. 60% of the time it works every time. That's right. All right. So the last thing that we got to talk to you guys about in the news is something that I saw just the other day, actually. Uh, now kids 12 and up can get vaccinated. Uh, I think Pfizer was the vaccination. That came yeah, so we started with mind. vaccines. We're going to end it on vaccines. So uh, even more important now, too, that nobody's going to be wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go out and get your kid a vaccine. Right. So um, ages 12 and up yep. now. So um, excellent. Hopefully this will be the thing that gets our schools 
um, fully open again without all of these uh, constant, like with the pauses, right? We saw a number of schools in the area that opened and then had to go back to online learning and then opened again and had to go back to online learning because all of the kids uh, were getting uh, sick or not enough of them were getting sick that they had to close them down. So um, if you want to get back to normal, if you want fall to be normal, right? Um, yeah. Um, some news. Thank you very much, Tracy Duran, for letting us know that because I did read that article. The Beacon mm -hmm. News may not be around for much longer. A hedge fund bought or is in finalizing. I think they purchase it next week. They are purchasing the Tribune and all of its associated uh, outlets. And per Denise Crosby's recent article, like recent, I think it was Tuesday she wrote it. Um, there could, there may be no more Tribune or Beacon News. I tell you this though, and I don't say this jokingly. I say this with alacrity. That's the word of the day, alacrity. If that happens, I make you this promise: that Good Morning Aurora will fill that void, or we will die trying. Hit the clap button. That was a clap moment. Probably the death. But like, it's... so the news will not go away. I promise you that. So this is not the first time, right, that the Beacon has been bought and sold and bought and sold. Um, uh, it was originally founded by the Copleys uh, a long, long time ago. It then um, uh, the Sun Times had it for a while when I was a mm -hmm. reporter there. That was owned by the Sun Times, and it was purchased by. The really poorly named Tronk, which <laughs> Tronk Media, which was uh, Tronk, Tronk, T R O N C, which was the Tribune. For some reason, they felt the need to get get with the times and give themselves a really funny acronym name that nobody ever yeah. paid attention to. Right. Uh, and then the Trib uh, decided to call themselves the Trib again, which was a, a good move on their part, I think. Um, and so, uh, look. Uh, well, local news is important, right? Uh, we should, you should be supporting it. We've talked many times here about uh, supporting the local news by by buying the paper, right? Getting a subscription, a subscribe, uh, and I would, I boy, I really hope that it survives in some form, right? Because it's so difficult for local journalists. Like you cannot be everywhere. Um, local news needs a local savior. It's and, here. And you're looking at um, journalists who have been following what's been going on in Aurora for like decades, right? Not to call out how old um, <laughs> some of my former coworkers. Correct, because Jason the Beacon is Craig, not Carter the only Craig, newspaper in up? town. Shout out to The Voice, because we're not doing this alone. Correct. But the news will not go away in this town. We promise you that. It will yeah. get stronger. It will survive. And Good Morning Aurora will be your news we'll be except for sports because i don't really we're not doing the sports one of you one of you guys can be the sports no. reporter if you want no y'all don't hey, like maybe maybe esports i could probably get behind but even that's still kind of mm. eh. i don't yeah. think our listeners even like sports do, i don't sports. know no that most people do like sports. i mean we can put i don't it, know what's going on all right so i don't know okay listeners if you are if you are listening right now sports yay or nay do you want sports? If you want sports, we could probably figure that out for you. Crickets. Right. Do we have a crickets? They don't want sports. <laughs> do, do we have a crickets Nobody wants button, BTP? 
there's, there's a delay. There's like a 30 second delay. You gotta give them a second. Okay. All right. Nobody All right. wants sports. Very good. If you want the sports, let us know. We will find a sports guy or a gal to talk about the sports ball. Right. We could do that. What's happening with uh, Saturday? What's the news going on Saturday? Anything? Um, not for me. I'm gonna be at a funeral. I think the party is happening Friday tonight. Right. But I mean, uh. Which, by the way, if we haven't promoted it enough on this show, come out tonight yeah. to McCarty Mill. Tonight, it's going down at McCarty Mills. Y'all. Beginning at 5 and going late into the night, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the after party and the after after party and the after 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 party, right? Love that- sports, but don't need it here necessarily. Clap for Victoria Hyla Maldonado. Thank that you. was the answer I was... God, I wanted somebody. <laughs> I, was, I was dreading somebody. Like, yes, please. <laughs> Ben says, I'll do the sports segments on Aurora Men's Fast Pitch History, Seal Masters, Home Savings, etc. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we do have quite the softball legacy in this town. All right. Is that what that is? Fast pitch? Fast pitch? Yeah, baseball, softball. I don't know. It's the same thing. Fast pitch, softball. Different size ball. Yes, it's a, yes. It's the baseball softball-y type thing this is this is the depth of our sports knowledge uh, guys. Ball t- old, good old timey ball toss. uh yeah i mean there's also other cool stuff around the area too we've got beat baseball which is like for um people scott who, hayes good morning to you people who are blind right can play uh beep ball which is like the ball like beeps so that people who with uh vision impairments can find it so oh, that's okay. like really nice. that's cool yeah right? so mutual ground walk for hope on sunday don't forget don't forget ah, downtown batavia okay, yes, batavia river walk come join a group headed by norma peterson she'll be out there so many of our friends i think the lineup time or the uh, time to get there is 10 a.m uh so please check that out we've been telling you guys about that for a long time now holla 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 that's right all right is that what we got i think that's i i we're gonna wrap it up um did we forget anything saturday let's see be it there's anything super oh yes there is victoria hyla maldonado there will be food tonight at mccarty mills oh yeah so there will be colojito's wood fired pizza so we got pizza. Tasty we got, stuff. We got beer. We got your favorite podcast host. Yep. We got the news. I we'll have the they, camera out there. They might have some too. snacks, too, I think, there, too. Ooh, I like snacks. Okay. I, I did see them, like, rolling in some, like, like chips. I don't know if that's for the pizzas, but... Yeah, there will be snacks there, you guys. Yeah. Love snacks. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes people don't want a whole pizza. Sometimes they just want to, like, Sometimes you just something. want to steal BTP's chips, which I may have done last night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So, um, before we go... Our show is sponsored by Wabonzi SBDC. Through the SBDC, small business owners, both prospective and existing, can obtain essential management, marketing, and financial coaching. They offer no-cost, one-on-one coaching and a wide variety of low-cost events and workshops to help you make your business a success. From creating a business plan, planning growth strategies, and financial checkups, work smarter, not harder with SBDC workshops to learn more about our friends and what they do. Visit their website. You can clap for that, baby. You was, was that what you were going to do? I thought you were waiting. I thought you were going to give the website. Just Google Wabonzi SBC Small Business Development Center. It popped right up. It's the first thing. Right. I mean, there's only one SBDC. There is. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, oh. the, at Wabonzi, anyway. Yeah. Yes. No, well, it's a right. network. At, yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, there, yeah. there could be. There's more. Yeah. There's several. But, but, I mean, there's there's but Smash was, Brothers Championship. I thought that was the burger. Thing. Smash Brothers Detroit 
championship. We're just making things oh, up yeah. uh, at this point. Yeah, so uh, it's um, you, you're gonna you, you Google it. It's the first thing that comes up because it's like kind of a it's got a long thing. But um, yeah, so shout out to the SBS Small Business Development. Center. I can't I can't say the acronym, but shout out to the Small Business Development Center. They really do amazing work for if you are a small business. If you're thinking about um, starting a business if you uh just like have an idea and you want to like uh stress test it and be like is this a thing uh they have a lot of talented people most of the help is free so um yeah, yeah. check them out check it out check it out yeah and that's it that's what we got this was a good show good show this was a good one good had, one man we had bunnies good one, good one. yeah man you know we this had, is uh we had Frida Kahlo. this is good man good things we had shit, man. This was a All really right. good show today. And now I can go back to licking doorknobs. Yes, you. Yes, if you, you can join Jeanette in that endeavor too. All right, exactly. All right. Um, so. Don't forget, subscribe to the show on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and all of your favorite podcast podcast platforms. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Also, check out the Patreons. Become a patron. Become a patron. I don't think I could do that. Did or you? just buy us some Patron. Yeah, you could do that too. Also yeah, make a donation. Option. Right. I'll tell you what, if you make a donation of some Patron, we will uh, we'll, do we'll, shots. we'll contact you one night. <laughs> we'll we'll do contact shots. you one oh, night geez. and split it with you. We'll do shots with you. Can't all right. do, that's all you guys. I, don't, I can't do tequila. <laughs> so um, join us tonight. Once again, McCarty Mills starting at 5 p.m. We will be out there. McCarty Mills is located at 140 South River Street, uh, right across from the Aurora Public Library. You'll see us. Come hang with us, and it'll be a very good time. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary. Thank you very much to our friends, subscribers, fans, and listeners, all you great people. Jeanette, take us out. Um, have an amazing weekend. A blessed weekend full of fun things like our party mm -hmm. and doorknob looking. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Okay. Absolutely no good.